Hello and welcome to Witches Get Stitches. My name is Ian and I'm a boy. I, okay. You like, you ready? I, I don't know how to go from there. I'm lame and I'm not a boy. Hi everyone. Hi. Um, this is episode eight. Eight. eight um, which is a very, uh, a very, uh, fortuitous number in, uh, Chinese uh, stuff. Do you know that? Nope. Yep. Sounds like because the, the word for eight in Chinese is ba, which sounds like fa, which means to like to get money. Like like. There's a specific word for to get money. No, it's like like. It's like the context of getting. Money, money specifically. Yeah. That just seems something like that. Yeah. Really specific. It's it's kind of specific. Anyway, okay. Um, in Chinese numerology, so that's that. Um, we're currently watching Twilight: The Saga Eclipse, aka the best of the five films that have been made thus far. <laughs> or the it's it's the wiggiest one. It's the wiggiest one. It's the one that has the wigs. The one with the wigs. And it's the one that starts with a completely tertiary character yeah like who's this person right now this is the one does he die he becomes a vampire oh i thought he already was a vampire no this is uh, where he gets turned that's why it's the opening of the movie okay spoiler alert yes but anyway i don't feel bad though because it's been years and it's also twilight it's also twilight um so anyway so that's what we're up to we're knitting yep yeah it's been a long time it's been a while um we i was I'm tr working on the podcast notes for the last episode. They should be up tomorrow at the latest. Yeah. But because we're really timely about things. And, yeah, uh, I would say like, like being prompt. That's what we're great at. our aesthetic. Uh, but yeah, I, I was realizing that the last time we podcasted, we just discovered a Christmas prince. Yeah, which can I give us some props, though, because we were some of the first to discover Christmas prints. We discovered it before articles were written about a Christmas. Yeah, we did. Right? And it was disappointing to me when Netflix published that thing saying to the 18 people who have watched, or 53 people who have watched Christmas prints for the last 18 straight days, what's wrong with you? Or it do said, you need help? Who hurt, it said, who hurt who you? Who hurt you? Sure. Yeah. While that was funny, I actually was ashamed of myself because that I, I, have, wasn't I wasn't one of those yeah, 18, I didn't make 53 the cut. people. Yeah. Like, I'd probably only seen it 15 times in 18 days. Yeah. And... Yeah. <laughs> You know, I'm just, I felt let down Which by myself. Which wasn't enough, really, if you think about it. I didn't realize that it was a competition, but had I known, no, it's a I would have won. Life is a competition. It's all a competition. But I didn't think Netflix Christmas movies were a competition. Is the aspect ratio messed up on this? It's been messed up on, like, everything I've watched for days. Which means, wait, as in the aspect ratio on our television has been messed up? Maybe. Okay. It was messed up when Kate and I were watching You're the Worst, but I chalked that up to... You were doing some... Like we were watching TV through the laptop, and right. I thought that was probably it. This is really interesting such for good listeners. podcasting. We're oh, they're just, in a field again. We have such talent. Bella um, and Edward are in a field again. So knitting. So knitting. Um, so what are you working on right now? I am like, working like on... physically in this moment. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to the sleeve of my sweet morning turtleneck sweater, which I've talked about a lot, so mm -hmm. I won't bore people with discussions of the pattern and the yarn and all that but um i finished the body <laughs> excuse me mm -hmm. um i finished the body so it's bound off i cord bind off i just have it woven in the ends and now mm -hmm. i'm about one third of the way through the first sleeve nice so what um, about you i am working on 
a blanket. It's the garter, I think it's called garter squish, squish or something. It's a Stephen West blanket pattern, which like to call this a pattern is, is slightly generous, generous. It's a garter, it's garter stitch blanket with an I-cord edge. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's a free pattern because mm -hmm. of that. Like it's not like he charged a billion dollars or whatever for it. So, um, but it's nice. It's just worsted weight held double garter stitch, I-cord edge and um, I think I'm working with like 15s or whatever, which is sort of a one a fun adventure because those look unwieldy. They're, they are unwieldy. This is the thing because I started learning. I started like I feel like a lot of people learn to knit on giant needles because it's like oh, I can't make socks because it's like tiny. Like I can't do it and like so it's like they like you can't do you can't knit on tiny needles. So you learn on big needles because that's what people learn on and you're like I am so good at knitting now because I can knit with two pencils or whatever. What size did you learn to knit on? I think like I mean I didn't understand sizes back then but like probably like tens or something. My first project was on an eight. Yeah and that's not that's not crazy. It was like, worsted yeah. Right but like I didn't even know what worsted meant I was buying the bulky yarn at Michael's mm. and it was like you know whatever whatever large needles worked with bulky yarn so that's what I used mm. so it's weird going back to it now because I thought that this would be fast because, you know, you knit with fives for long enough and you're like, oh, I'm fast and this is just larger, so mm -hmm. I'll get more square footage faster, but it actually is way worse because it's so unwieldy, they're so huge. I also think the scale of that project might be throwing you off, though. I mean, it is a blanket. It's, it's a blanket, but it's also like doing one row takes much longer than mm. I was expecting it. It's only 200 some stitches. Oh, wow. And I can do 200 stitches in on like a five mm -hmm. relatively quickly. It takes me a while here. But that being said, like one stitch, like a row is like an inch almost. Like maybe a garter ridge is like about an inch. Yeah. Say. Um, so, I don't know. It'll all even out eventually. Um, but anyway, that's what I'm working on right now. It's a blanket. But I might switch between that and a scarf that is a belated Christmas project. Yes, it's January 20-something. And I'm still working on it, but whatever. Perfect. Um, uh, anyway, yeah. So what are you drinking? Besides drinking a gin rookie that you made for me for my gullet. And there will probably be a second. Yes. At least for me. Yeah. But I'm drinking the same thing. And we're drinking them in these cups Ian has. They're amazing. And they're mm -hmm. like floral and they have like a word written on them that is some sort of synonym for being a booze hound. We should post this on Instagram. We, we should. We'll put this. pictures of them. Yeah. But so mine is turnt. Yeah, mine says blitzed. And there's two others. I forget what they say right now. But Pickled and sauced, I think. Mm -hmm. um, but they're very classy. They're, they look really elegant. Like, we have a lot of elegant drinkware. Like, our shot glasses are international, like, souvenirs yes. from all over the world. Yes. Ian and Pat have these, like, really gorgeous Asian tea sets. Yes. Fresh. Yeah. So, basically, for being just beverage enthusiasts and frequently drinking I would say alcohol, cups is the thing that we have too much of. And not enough of probably anything else. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Everything else is at the expense of nice glassware. We have two yeah. full cabinets yeah. of just, how would you like beverages? And that's not even including the wine bar. 
which has all our actual stemware. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we're we're an embarrassment to people. No, I think we're probably doing it the best. The how you should be doing it, how one should be living life. Fair. I'm gonna write a Marie Kondo, like the simple art of tidying up style, like mm. lifestyle, um, lifestyle book that's called. Hey, I'm from Ohio and I own too many cups. <laughs> and that's the th and that's the theme. What's the advice you're imparting? It's not advice. It's just really a confession of all of the sins that I've all the crimes against humanity that I've committed. Oh, so too many cups and being from Ohio are your sins. <laughs> yes. Okay. I mean, I'm uh, from West Virginia by way of New Jersey. So what if I should just burn? At least okay, but e this is controversial probably. At least West Virginia is gorgeous and wild. Ohio is a, and I, Ohio prides itself on being like sort of a classier version of some places. Like we, we shit on Kentucky because everyone from Kentucky is dumb or whatever, like that okay. sort of the, the thing. But surprise, everyone from Ohio is from Kentucky. Like that's, that's sort of like the wig reveal of it all. Okay. But Ohio is a flat version of West Virginia. That happens to have Columbus and Cleveland. Okay. And Cincinnati is essentially just Morgantown. Morgantown is where humanity goes to give up. So I don't mm. know. And I say this, I like Morgantown. I go there a lot. There's very little to recommend it in terms of a place to live. Got it. Okay. I would like to, I have a request. Mm -hmm. I would like to blast through whips. I would bl like to blast through finished objects okay. in one segment because I have a very special surprise. I can easily accomplish whips because I only have one other thing. Yeah. FOs. Same. Based on how long it's been since we've podcasted, I might not remember them all. So let's do this. Perfect. Whips. Go. Okay. The only other thing that I have worked on since the last time we podcasted is a sweater I just cast on. I finally cast on the Grace cardigan. Um, I'm doing it in Tempting You's yarn in the Stepping Stones colorway, but because I hate myself, yep. rather than just knitting this gorgeous lace, like front panel and back panel at the top, like it's very little lace, it's at the top mm -hmm. and the front and the back, rather than just knitting it back and forth as the pattern calls for, I decided <laughs> that to make it more interesting, I wanted the lace sections only to be glitter yarn. Yep. In and the same so, colorway, right? In the same colorway. Yeah. But so instead of it just being a really quick, easy, straightforward back and forth knit, I'm currently knitting it in Tarja with five separate bobbins slash like in some case I'm knitting from both ends of the ball rather than a bobbin. Right. But it, um, it's hell. <laughs> I love it. I love what it's looking like. I've had to cast it on again twice. I'm finally on a decent roll, but, um, yeah, it's just, I cannot help but overcomplicate things for myself. But it'd be good. It's, it's, it's looking good, but I just, I only recast it on last night. Mm -hmm. So I've only got about an inch and a half. I'll post it to the Instagram. But that's the only mm -hmm. other thing I'm working on because everything else I've either finished or, oh, that's a lie. I've got one other thing. I uh, picked the Gryffindor socks back up. Mm -hmm. um, and honestly, I only worked on those because I needed this, the, I was knitting the cuff on zero circulars, but I'm going to knit the sock itself on one DPNs. Mm -hmm. And I needed the zero circular that the cuff had been on for another mm -hmm. pair of socks. And I just figured it's a cuff. I'll finish it. I'll knock it out and then I'll have them free. Mm -hmm. So it's not even really worth talking about. But so other than that, even my whips, I haven't worked on since our last podcast. So that's it. What about you? Perfect. 
I um, I'm working on. I think I cast this on since the last time we podcast. Yeah, that's new. Um, so the, yeah, the, the the blanket I currently have in my hands, the scarf, obviously. Um, that no pearl scarf you were working on last time. Got it. Yes. Um, so then I cast on a um, cannoli. Mm-hmm. The pattern is called cannoli. It's by Flying Yak. Who's I don't know. I'm very confused because her Instagram handle is the Flying Yak, mm-hmm. but her name is Chantal Blissell, I think. So it's I'm I'm confused as to like what the company name is. Is but this a nice landing witch? She is Canadian. She lives in Reykjavik. Oh, okay. So I don't know what she would call herself. The which. aspect ratio is definitely off. Yeah, her mom's head is too tall. Mm. Sorry, keep going. Um. Anyway. Sorry, that sounds like I, w- I was talking about a real person in real life, but th- we're, that was about Twilight. Um, anyway, so I'm, I'm working through that. That's the fade one that I, pr- I think I mentioned previously. Yeah, um, we, talked we talked about the about theory for Fuck yeah, Your Fade. Fuck Your Fade. So I'm, I'm implementing it. I am now in the first fade section, like actually implementing a fade. So Small refresher if this is fun. your first time here. Yeah. One side is of the brioche is going to be a subtle fade in the green-gray family. Yeah. And the other side is stripes in a very gothic color scheme. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, and it like fucks up the fade. But the, 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 the wig reveal of that project is that all of the colors look wonderful together. No, Like it, it doesn't we, clash we, we in the way We planned it to be intentionally a little visually jarring and it's just, it's just it beautiful. It just looks beautiful, which <laughs> I know really is like, like that, if I were talking about my own knitting, in any other context, that would be like I'm blowing smoke up my own ass, but like it really is just beautiful. It looks like an artful version of like a forbidden forest murder scene, which is kind of what I'm going for. So that's, that's what I'm You keep bringing up forbidden forest. Like you really feel strongly. It lo- I, it, that's what it looks like. It yeah. looks like a murdered unicorn or uh, some other bloodied situation in the for- forbidden forest at dusk. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So anyway, so that's, that's a whip. I think that's the only other whip that I have, so that's great. Um, okay. All the other finished objects that I have were things I've talked about, and they were uh, Christmas gifts anyway, so I don't, really, I don't even have anything to say. All right, we're going to talk FOs just for one second, because oh, okay, yeah. you finished two hats, I know. And oh, fuck yes. Okay, so finished objects. I did finish the Changing Staircases shawl. That mm-hmm. was for my sister for, for Christmas. Um, so that's done. I also steaked the sides of my Cancun boxy lace top and wore that to a Soviet-themed 40th birthday party that we went to on Friday. Where, which was wonderful. Which was, it was, yeah, I, it was wonderful. Um, and um, I think I finished some other things. Two, Two hats, hats. A Brio Garter hat, which is a Stephen West pattern. Did that in Nightmare Yellow and like a lavender. That was really nice. And then um, I did a Hess, which is also... Is that the one Pat's been wearing? Yeah, that okay. was a Christmas present for my husband. So that's, that was the two-color striped hat um, mm-hmm. that I would say is probably a really good intro hat for people. It's like super, super easy. It took no time at all. Especially it's like an intro to color work. Yes, yeah. Since it's just like stripes and you kind of learn how to like change colors without mm-hmm. jogging in the round and things like that. So that was really nice. Um, and you learn a little bit about like construction and shaping and because there's some like strategic increasing and decreasing that happens that gives it this like shape who um, designed that pattern Stephen list oh it's also Stephen. i don't okay. fuck with anybody else apparently 
but I mean, I mean, no, I have your life. Yeah, but um, no, I guess I'm doing some other people. But um, changing staircases was by you're doing them. Like, no, I'm not doing anybody. <laughs> no, it's by like Dragon Horde Yarn. I okay. think. Um, I actually don't know if that's the person's name, but that's the yarn company that she owns. Um, yeah, anyway, that's me. Okay, so those four things. That yeah. sounds right. That's what I've seen on the blocking mats in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Which is how I, like, that's judge we, what you're yeah. doing. Okay, um, FOs. So, I finished the Reina shawl mm-hmm. in that Camelot colorway. It's mm-hmm. gorgeous, and I'm friggin' terrified to wear it. We should, I feel like we should, we should emphasize where possible when patterns are free because that's, that's a free pattern, right? Yeah, that's a free pattern. And it's a beautiful, like one skein shawl, right? It is. I, I like it a lot. in hindsight, would have done it differently. <laughs> yeah, it's garter stitch, which you are not as into. I don't love garter. Just aesthetically, not doing it. Obviously, I like, like it. knitting, but I prefer stockinette visually, I've decided. Right. So anytime that I see garter, unless it's like necessary to the structural integrity of the pattern, I will mm-hmm. be changing it to stuck in it. See, and forward. it's funny because the, the changing staircases pattern that I did was also a free pattern at the time. It was mm-hmm. like a sale or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's cheap though. Um, and that was, because yours was triangle garter mm-hmm. stitch lace, yes. right? This was biased stockinette lace. Yes. And I hated it by the end because of all the stockinette and you hated yours by the end because of all the garter. Yep. So. Well, and the other thing is after the like PTSD that I now have from losing that Mm -hmm. Western sky age of brass and steam shawl twice and now it's gone forever. Yep. And brass and steam has not had that. I mean, uh, Western sky hasn't had that colorway back in for me to order it and do it bigger. I'm like the Camelot. um, I did it in black trillium fibers, sock yarn and Camelot. I'm calling mm. it the Camelot due to my thorny obsession, which we discussed at length last time. Mm-hmm. But um, it's a little bit bigger than that one was, mm-hmm. but it's still not large enough. I'm confident it won't just like fall right off my body. Right, right. So it's probably going to live in my closet. I'm not going to lie. I like it. It's very pretty. I'll wear it. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and then the other thing I finished was a little hat, a lace hat called the I Cafe really Olay like, Tam, which yes. was also a free pattern. And that um, was in Malabrigo, right? It's in Malabrigo Rios in the Azul Profundo colorway. Mm-hmm. It's very pretty. I really like it. I was lazy. And so the pattern called for DK. I did it in worsted. The pattern called for changing needle sizes. I didn't feel like it. The pattern called for you only do like, I can't remember if it was five or six repeats of the pattern itself. Whatever it was, I did one more. So the end result is this lovely hat, which I'm wearing all the time, but which is ultimately a little too big for my head. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think I have to re-knit it. Actually, I, I, I actually wouldn't change the increase in the number of rounds because I like the way it falls in the back, but I do mm-hmm. want to re-knit it with tighter ribbing. Mm-hmm. I might just rip it back or cut it and add tighter ribbing. You could do that. We'll see. That'd be fun. Yay. Okay, I'm very excited about this. We're back. We're back with more We're gin. Back. Ian made me a cocktail. We're good. Yeah, we had to re-up our gin. Um, so, yeah. I got to thinking. I don't know if I told you this. I have a brainstorming list in my planner that's podcast ideas. Okay. One of the p- bullet points on there, and this is never going to turn into anything, is just wool condoms. 
I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking, but it was something that I brainstormed at one point. Yeah. Anyway, but what I decided what I decided to look for was something at the intersection of our interests, which are we have a lot of things in common, lot, so I don't know what you're lot. talking about, the intersection. Anyway, anyway I Googled knitting murder. <laughs> Did you find those really shitty books I tried to read? Found nothing. Mm. Um, that I don't recommend knit one, kill two. Oh, guess what we're going to be talking about today. That book? Because I've read that it. book singular? Because what I found is a list of so many books... Um, are you ready for this? Did I you am. read? Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to read these these books in order. Okay, so what ended up happening was I tried to find knitting-themed murders. Got it. What I landed on was knitting-themed mystery novels. Yep. That question mark, they are romance novels also? Anyway, um, books and knitting, perfect. mystery, and puns, I feel like it is perfect at our intersection. So th- Oh, this do you is... remember when we were coming up with those knitting erotica novels? Did we do that on yeah, the podcast? Yeah, like slip, slip, fuck, and like <laughs> knit three together, and it was about threesomes. No, that was just us in the car one night. I was going to say, I don't think that we <laughs> No, we haven't covered this on the podcast. Slip, slip, fuck is so good. Well, we had a title for the series that was really good, too, but I forget it now. But Did we really? Yeah, what no, we... This was a long car ride. Well, we I feel a lot like of one of them should just be called, like, Get Fleeced or something, <laughs> but not, like... I think that's why I started thinking about wool condoms. Uh, probably. Slip, slip, fuck. <laughs> I need that as a t-shirt. <laughs> what? Oh my god. Yeah, knit three together, it would be... That's Also, that's like, you know, of the times. Like, it's 2018, everybody's polyamorous. Like, get real. Okay, so <laughs> this is... Perfect. This is um, author Maggie Sefton. Okay. This is the Kelly... I hope that's a that's a. Pin. I've read this. That's a pin name. Um, have you read all fifteen of them? No, because... I read the first one and it was so bad. And then I went online and read the summaries for us because I go through basically anything I love in life. I want it in book form. This is my favorite. So okay, I have to sort of preface all of this. These are knitting knitting themed. So okay, mystery is... novels. You read okay. The first book in the series is Knit One Kill Two. Yes. Which you have read. I've read it in full. So the, the premise is... How did you hear about this? Have other podcasters talked about this? No, this I went on Goodreads, Goodreads and Googled knitting Knit. books okay. and then went through like 45 pages, yeah. Ian. Is because this person successful? I can't be stopped. I don't know. Probably not. I mean, there, it's not good. So the, the premise of this one... Oh, there's a delicious recipe and knitting pattern yeah, included. Yeah, at the book. And the recipe was for cinnamon buns. Like, I don't fucking have Google. <laughs> Giving anyone a and free I, recipe it, at this point is like... Also, I'm pretty confident that the glaze for the cinnamon buns did not have cream cheese in it, which, wrong. The secret ingredient of any cinnamon like cinnamon bun recipe glaze is cream cheese. I didn't know that. Yeah, so one, everyone else is wrong. Two, but so this, these books were about a girl who lives a DC corporate life. <gasps> They're DC themed also? And she No, only the first one. And she's oh, from okay. Colorado or something, or she grew up there. I don't know. She's like a semi-orphan. No, she's an orphan now I love a as an semi-orphan. adult. semi-orphan, yeah. She grew up without a mother. Got it. And then her okay. father passed recently or something. Got I don't it. know. But so her aunt basically spent a lot of time raising her. Got it. This aunt gets murdered in Colorado. 
she goes out there to settle you the told estate. Me about yeah, yes. this okay. is this one. You did. And okay. she ends up while attempting to figure out what happened to her aunt because she's convinced the police aren't doing enough, she starts hanging out with her aunt's knitting buddies and in doing so learns to knit. Okay, I want to read so that that's your take on this whole thing. I am going to read the official description of this book. Yes. Okay, so this is the description for this is the official Maggie Sefton um Description for Knit One, Kill Two, mm-hmm. a Kelly Flynn mystery novel. Mm-hmm. Des- <laughs> her love interest's name is Steve. Oh, so sexy. <laughs> Despite the fact that her aunt was an expert knitter, Kelly Flynn never picked up a pair of knitting needles she liked until she strolled into House of Lambspun. Can I stop here for a second? <laughs> because yes. the fuck you know what kind of knitting needles you like if you don't know how to knit. <laughs> what the fuck is she okay now in the first in a brand new series she learns how to knit one pearl two and untangle pun the mystery behind her aunt's murder kelly flynn would be the first to admit her life in washington dc is little on the dull side well she's doing it wrong <laughs> but coming back to colorado for her beloved aunt's funeral wasn't the kind of excitement she was seeking the police are convinced that her Aunt Helen's death was the result of a burglary, burglary gone bad. But for the accountant and... Oh. But for the accountant in Kelly... We're learning more about Kelly. Things just aren't adding up. After all, why would her sensible 68-year-old aunt borrow $20,000 just days before her death? This is, these are some, like, small-time criminals that we're talking about. Um, do you want to know the... the- Finish this, and then we can decide okay. if we're going to spoil our audience. With with the help of the knitting regulars at House of Lambspun, Kelly gets... That is a drag house. <laughs> like, that is a full Vogue, the, the house down boots, House of Lambspun. Kelly gets a few lessons in turning out, turning out, a sumptuously colored scarf, and in luring a killer out of hiding. <gasps> Does she lure the killer with, like, a sexy knit or no. something? No. Mm-mm. She doesn't. So also, what is... this entire thing is about like a shell top she saw hanging in a shop. A shell top? Yes, like in one color. Oh, okay. Does she. Like, knit a basically, a, a, she's trying to learn to knit to make it. She has not yet gotten there by the end of the first novel. Mm, it's her white whale. It's her Gryffindor socks for yes. me. Except yes. her Gryffindor socks are a plain stockinette tank top. So boring. That's oh, it's a plain talk- yeah. stockinette? Oh, so boring. Well, anyway, okay, so the most important thing to me is the title of all of these. The titles of all of these books. Are you ready for this? I am, but then can I spoil this for you? The book? Yeah. Mm, okay, I, wanna, I need to take a second to think about this. Should we spoil this book? Okay, we're going, we're going to spoil it. Come back in about two minutes. That won't take me that long. Okay, come back. F- and Fifteen second stops. We're gonna spoil it. Secret son born out of wedlock <gasps> comes back and kills her for a reason that is not even sort of justified. She, the aunt, has yes. a son born out of wedlock yes. and kills her. And the son <gasps> comes like finds her and kills her. Psycho. And one of the clues that the police ignore is the fact that she had been knitting when killed and the yarn was broken. <laughs> they, why would the yarn like, break? Like, you know, it disappeared. Like, the knitting project, all that was left was the ball. Like, I guess somehow her blood had gotten on it, so he took, the killer took it. I don't know. Ian, it was bad. We're done spoiling it. 
Okay, but that's wonderful. <laughs> so, Were you ready for that to be the so plot twist? So here's the thing. I'm fully committed to dropping everything about this podcast <laughs> and having it just become a Kelly Flynn mystery novel. I'm um, not reading another fan. one. I'm not. And this, here's I mean, where podcasters, you're wrong, But podcasters, you don't know me. I read She reads very quickly. Everything. It would take her like an afternoon to read. No, and not only that, though, like I don't have a barometer for quality. Pretty much you read at everything. all. Right. I read everything. I love trashy romance novels, and probably 20% of my reading is that at this point. I mean, how many times have we watched Twilight? Right, but like, I will not. You could I not. Think it's zoomed in. You could not make me read another one of these. I'm going to convince you otherwise, because guess what? I'm going to go through the names of all of these novels right now. Oh my God. <laughs> I just looked. I just looked at the, t- at the title of the second book in the series. Are you ready? Okay, so the first one is called Knit One, Kill Two. Yep. But do two people get killed in this book? No. Well, then she's wrong. Um, okay. But you don't necessarily purl two stitches. You might like be purling the second stitch. So maybe she knits first and then gets involved in murder? Oh, so knit the first, kill the second? I don't... Maybe. She doesn't understand knitting, I don't think. Um... <laughs> Okay, so the second book is called... So the first one, sort of punny, right? Like, there's sort of a pun going on, and it's definitely knitting-related. It's a bee pun. The, the concept I wanted so bad to be good, and I was almost mad that it wasn't. But yeah, like well, it was weird. probably a very mediocre book committed to its theme. Yeah, but, I mean, these will pale in comparison to our romance novel series, Slip Slip Fuck. Well, but here's the problem. Ours is erotica. Yeah. Yeah, this is How it. much... Yarn as a sex toy are we talking about in this? So much. Oh my God. Like 50 Shades of Grey, but all but the like rope is gone. too yarn. much. Yeah. And like he makes a mistake by tying her up in a single ply because she can break free. <laughs> or he and I me. Also I'm not there, judging. <laughs> I also want there to be like a mid, mid fuck like dropped stitch and then a full five minutes where... He, he has to get out the crochet hook and then he has to go because it's laddering down and then he has to go all the way back or up like, like even a and piece then of knitted like fucking. they get the balls get tangled and then they have to stop balls mm-hmm. getting tangled mm-hmm. oh slip mm-hmm. slip fuck oh wait 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 what is the second oh my god what's the second one called oh my god this okay the second book in the series is about balls getting tangled if anyway that one that one's gonna be gay I'll write that one I mean, balls tangled cause I'm really not interested in describing to any norms with this. No. I want this to be Belinda Blink's level of, like, what is sexual orientation? Yes. My <laughs> sexual orientation is um, fucking in mud in a maze on a company picnic. Except instead of that, it's in fiber. Yes. We cannot recommend my dad wrote a porno enough, you yeah, guys. Yeah, it's, it's changing my whole life. Anyway, okay, so back to the task at hand. The second book of the series is called Needled to Death. <laughs> That's not also, clever. The only thing, it's just needle and then just... <laughs> the only thing death. that might convince me to read these books is, like, this was pitched as a very small town in Colorado. How do they keep being these knitting-related murders and yet still knitters in the town? Illuminati. Oh, right. Okay. Done. Okay, ready? Third book state. in the series. Yeah, Deep State. <laughs> Third book in the series. A Deadly Yarn. Now she's just combining... Knitting words with murder words. But a yarn can also be like a confusing thing, right? It does have another Or like meaning. a tail, right? Like 
No, but I think yarn, yarn right? does have like an alternative yeah. meaning. Anyway, so a deadly yarn is called a spunky sleuth. That's one of the... A spunky, spunky should sleuth? not be used as a... By Margaret Cole. It, that's a... That's a um, that's a review for it. That's third in the series. Fourth in the series. Don't worry, there are 15 of these. We're going to do every single one. A killer stitch. Once again, just just <laughs> murder words and... Yeah, we, we're, we're getting away from this for sure. There's alpaca in the fourth one, though. So that's kind of nice. She's There's also alpaca in the fifth one, which is called Dire Consequences. D-Y-E-R. That one's pretty good. Yeah, I would okay. say. Here's a Christmas-themed one. This is the sixth in the series. It's called... Um, Fleece Navidad. <laughs> Do you think this person has been in New Mexico? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm I pretty she sure has. she's from Colorado. And, like, it, honestly, it's so close. Mm. Probably by accident. Very, very close. This one, so the sixth in the series, on the front says Maggie Sefton, national best-selling author of Dropped Dead Stitch. That's not one of the books <laughs> in the series. Oh, just kidding. Seventh in series, dropped dead stitch. How are you going to put that on sixth in the series? Because the mass market paperback came after, out after the original release. Mass market? Yeah. Oh, Lord. Okay, so that's seventh in the series is dropped dead stitch. Okay, so eighth in the series, skein of the crime. Once again, at this point, we're just using nitty words and murder words. This one gets really weird. Um... Oh, no, just kidding. This is a special edition that's called Double Knit Murders. It's the first two books in one special volume. Knit One, Kill Two, and Needled to Death. <laughs> that one's Double Knit Murders. Oh, ninth in the series is Unraveled. That one doesn't really have anything to do with murder, though. Okay, tenth in the series. <gasps> this one's really good. Cast On, Kill Off. You've gone quiet over there. I don't know what, what's going through your head. <laughs> Honestly, I sincerely wish these books had been good. Like, I would have been so happy to get really into a trashy series about, like, murder and knitting. Mm -hmm. And, like, the writing in these was just... Was it bad? Really bad. I hope that this person is real and is listening to this podcast right now because... Person, look at I your just, life, look at your choices. And, like, I know we complain a lot about things on this podcast because it's kind of our shtick. Yeah. But on the whole, like, I like most of what I read. I like most things. And I like most things. And, like, yeah. I just, I really wish I could impart onto our listeners the fact that I'm being this critical of these. Yeah, it's... Like, what that really represents. But that's why I'm just, like, I'm listening to this and I was like, these things, I just, I'd give anything for someone who cared about producing quality work to have written these. <laughs> I just saw... The 13th title. Keep going. You're dying okay. to get through this list. I'm, in, I'm here. I'm, in, I'm ready. Okay, I'm ready. listening. Okay, I'm, so the I have to take a second because... My the, body is ready. The 11th in the series is called Close Knit Killer. That's not super fun. But guess what? Now we've got new characters. Did we miss 10? No, I said 10. What was 10? Um, 10 was Cast on Kill Off. Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. Um, Close Knit Killer, the description is... Barbara's father is the prime suspect in the murder of Jared Rosoli, who defrauded Barbara in a Ponzi scheme. Who are these people? I Barbara guess we find might out. have been an aunt in the first... There was a, there's a lot of characters in the first one. I don't Why know. is her father a prime suspect in the murders? Because how does all of that work? Anyway, okay. Twelfth in the series. You haven't seen anything about Steve yet. Twelfth in the series. Yarn over murder. 
That one's bad. P.U. <laughs> Ready? This one's my favorite one. 13th in the series. Pearl up and die. But a pearl huh? up isn't a thing. No, it's not. I don't think this person knits. I don't <laughs> think they know what they're talking about. No, I think she knits. I don't think she writes. 14th, <laughs> <laughs> 14th in the series. Knit to be tied. Eh, that one, that one's not too bad. No, that one's bad. Fifteenth, no, like fit to be tied, but it's knit to be tied, and she knits, and then she gets tied. Oh, shy, sweet, and pregnant Nancy Marsted. Spoiler alert: Nancy gets pregnant. <laughs> would like to knit a baby hat. <laughs> Is this also it like educational? Like it's teaching you about the things that you can knit. Kind of, but it also teaches you like about how frustrated you are when learning to knit without actually learning to knit. So you only get the bad parts of knitting and also That's really what I took away from it, yeah. murder. Um, shy, sweet, and pregnant Nancy Marsted would like to knit a baby hat, and the lambspun knitters are more than happy to show her the ropes, get it, knit to be tied. They soon learn the father of Nancy's baby isn't quite the man she dreamed he was. Bet he's a killer. Um, 15th in the series, now available, exclamation point, only skein deep. Get it? Only skein deep. I literally don't even understand what the pun they're trying to make is. Belinda blinked. <laughs> Only skin deep. Skin right, deep. but what is what is a skein deep? Your stash. <laughs> Was that good? Oh, God. Anyway, Belinda blinked crossover. Giselle is the wife of a Fort Connor banking mm -hmm. scion. Don't use the word scion unless you're talking about those cars. Her mm -hmm. prowess as a skilled country club golfer and social climber puts her on someone's hit list. Why These are all this murder The writing in of this sounds high. like Belinda blinked. I think Maggie Sefton is <laughs> Rocky. We can meet her. Did you know that? You can find out about her. I mean, after this, I'm blacklisted. So you could meet no, her. No, I think oh, there's a photo of her. Oh, <laughs> oh, don't worry. She was born in Richmond, Richmond, Virginia. She knows D.C. more than she knows Colorado. Just kidding, she lives in the Rocky Mountains of Colorado with two very demanding dogs. I love that she left D.C. and now shits on it in her writing. Yep. Just, like, I want to put a call out there. If anyone knows of any series about knitting that is actually fun... Keep it to yourself because I don't want to read I that. I will happily read that. <laughs> and even if it's, like, good educational books about knitting... Like, I would just like to know of any book recs that anybody else can recommend me, because apparently when I find them myself on Goodreads, I only read trash. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to read less trash in 2018. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean, like, traditional. Like, I'm not trying to insult Chiclet. I love Chiclet. I'm not saying that's trash is at all. Is this Chiclet, though? Is this really? Yeah, though, thing? this is super Chiclet. What is Chiclet? Um, primarily books with women as main characters who, that women write. And it's usually, like, fluffy subject matter. Christmas Kiss as a book. Yeah. Yeah, got it. And I, like, I honestly do think the term chiclet is insulting. But, like, I love I that. I think so, too. I'm using trash to mean, like, could have been written by a third grader who can't spell. Mm-hmm. This one's... I'm this going is all making on me very book. sad. Because I just looked on Amazon. There's another person who does a totally different mystery novel series that is knitting-themed. One of the books is called A Finely Knit Murder. I wonder if that one's good. 
Um, it's rated pretty highly, but it, but it's rated by a lot of people whose whose name is Tina. <laughs> um, four four and a half stars, hundred and nine. What's the knit she's one pearl two though? She's charging thirteen ninety three Amazon Prime for this paperback book. So, but like, what is the knit one pearl two rated at in comparison? Um, well, that we're gonna we're just gonna have to find out. Great podcasting that I'm doing right now. <laughs> Sorry, um, well, we one, Google. Knit one pearl. Uh, oh, kill two. Kill two. Sorry. Yeah, get it right. <laughs> Pay the price. Um, Seven ninety nine. Mass market paperback. One hundred and thirty four. Um, reviews. Four stars. Do I need to read some reviews? Dunkirk had a ninety two percent Rotten Tomatoes rating, so I also no longer trust reviews. That is really okay. I'm gonna find one of the one star reviews. Please do. And I'm going to read one Dunkirk of Dunkirk was... I don't... If anyone wants to tell me who any of these characters were as people or why I should care about them, hit me up. Oh my god. Oh my god. Do you want to share with the class? <laughs> I'm going to read this and I'm going to want... I want you to guess this person's name. Is it Tina? So close. <laughs> Ready? This this review is from July third, two thousand five. Cashing in. This is a this is a review of Knit One Kill Two on Amazon. Cashing in on the knitting craze. To my mind, this is a fairly blatant attempt at cashing in on the current knitting craze. Apparently, the author was quite dazzled by her first entry into a well-stocked yarn shop, as she tells us over and over again about the kaleidoscope of color and the multitude of yarns that invite touching. There's a mystery plot of sorts, but I can't help wondering whether the author began as a romance writer. It's a pleasant book, though, and if you like Debbie McComer's Knitting Shop books... Okay, file that away for later. Mm -mm. You'll probably enjoy it. Debbie McComber writes all of the books about Christmas that gets ad get adapted into, like, Christmas really kiss. bad... No, 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 no. Like, the ones I can't even tolerate bad. The one starring Melissa Joan Hart. No, the one starring that Christian actress. <sighs> yes. Okay, ready? Okay, guess the person's name. Tanya. Nope, it's Lisa. Lynn. It's Lynn, but there's a flower emoji next to her name. <laughs> this one's from Tina. August 7th, 2012. Clumsy, awful, and flat. I'm, I'm generally a pretty easygoing reader, but this book was so awful, I'd have thrown it across the room if I hadn't been reading it on my iPad. I wish I could give it less than one star. That person's name was Teresa. I just like, okay, I didn't feel this strongly about it. Oh, these people felt strongly. No, like, I didn't leave a review for it, but it was, like, I think I read it two out of five on Goodreads. Like, it was, I will forget I read it six months from now. And in some ways, that is the most scathing criticism I can give it. Right. Oh, oh my God, this is so good. Okay, this review is from July 19th, 2005. The title is maybe worth the knitting, maybe worth the pattern in the recipe, but dot dot dot. I was excited at first to see a book that ties in mystery in one of my favorite hobbies. So when I managed to get a copy, I immediately began reading. Unfortunately, past the first few chapters, the writing becomes flat and un uninteresting. Characters don't develop, relationships are predictable and all too easy for the main character. I simply lost interest and only kept reading to see, quote, who done it. The very ending seems to be something out of a Murder, She Wrote episode. Yes, the ones my mother forced me to watch during the afternoons. It goes like this. Heroin draws in suspect using common excuse to see him alone slash... Uh, to see him slash alone. 
slash that's very confusing but she isn't alone at all everyone is watching from off stage then she cajoles the murderer into confessing his crimes right where a policeman can hear then the suspect is dragged away end of book very dull and disappointing i recommend that you get this book from the library it isn't worth keeping around eight people found that review helpful <laughs> okay and then there's that that person's name was jay period okay final one february 16th 2015 i did not like this story <laughs> that's the subject line of the of the review the review text is i did not like this story it sounded like a lot of yabbering from <laughs> can't even finish the sentence. It sounded like a lot of yabbering from an old woman. The store is very barely there. That's it. That's the review. That person's name is Orange Tea on Amazon. I like this surprise. Thank you very much for planning yeah. this segment. Oh, someone says gag me with a ball of yarn. That's probably <laughs> more apt for slip slip fuck. Yeah. Though. Oh, ball gag, but it's a ball of yarn. <sighs> You know what? Someone pay us a fuckload of money. Yeah, how do you get one of these Milo Yiannopoulos like advances for a book deal? I don't know, I like but for could... the record, we both have degrees. We're both we do literate have degrees. We are we literate. We both write professionally in terms of for our jobs. You write oh. papers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and I write communications. Like we both can string a sentence together that other yes. people read. True, I can do that. Yeah, so I'm just saying, if anyone out there is... I feel like is... our pun game is pretty on it as far as knitting fuck-related puns are Oh, yeah, concerned. I mean, that. I wish somebody had recorded us that day in the car because we were phenomenal. Yeah, there's got to be something with, like, uh, you know, intarsia. There was something <laughs> in the round. Ooh, fuck, fucking in the round would probably. be probably really I mean, good. in all likelihood, we're just going to be putting the word fuck into yeah, a lot of these titles. instead of knit, it works. <laughs> yeah. Right? Right? Yeah. Fucking front to back. You're ah. a genius. It's not, it's not a thing. At this it's point, our first novel is just knit. going to be a list a, of titles. It's just going to be a regular knitting pattern, but instead of K, we put fuck. <laughs> Fuck 15. Done. Ooh, whenever we write this novel, can we encode a pattern? Like, not just give it to them at the end. Like, you have to... It's like the first season of Alias when they highlighted certain letters in the intro. And if you paid attention to what letters were highlighted, you could go online and win a secret game. <gasps> I love that shit. Yeah. I love that shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like we should really Da Vinci code this. We should Knight, Knights Templar... We are the Knights Templar. Oh, no, I am the Deep State. Yeah. I'm essentially James Comey um, of knitting and fucking. Well, <laughs> that, that concludes our Kelly Flynn segment. Hope that was enjoyable for everyone involved. I know I had fun. Um, yeah, we got to think about wool condoms, though. What was I thinking there? Oh, by the way, so we live in Noma, and there's where there's a um, mural of a bunch of children of multi races and two lions. And I realized today walking by that the male lion does not have any genitalia. He does have a side tumor. The female right. lion does have a penis. Okay. I, I just... Isn't, okay. This is going to seem... This is going to sound like a dumb question. 
do they not? There is a species of mammal where the female, like, like the, like, like, the... It's not cats. Okay. Well, I think that pretty much does it. Yeah, I mean, me. we, we covered cat penises and mystery novels. If you're not talking about cat penises, what are you even... Yeah. Why bother yeah. breathing at that point? So... Um, yeah, so that's that. Um, had a fun time at Costco today. That's just another update about my life. <laughs> um, it's a brown hell. Our Costco is the Thunderdome. Yeah, it's a Thunderdome. <laughs> anyway, um, enjoy yourselves. Thank you guys for listening. Um, happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> a month late. Um, tell your friends. Um, just... I'd make promises about see you in two weeks, but... But also, iTunes is starting to really piss me off. Anyway, if you could call Steve Jobs from <laughs> Beyond the Grave and tell him that, that someone from Apple should email us back <laughs> because they are not handling our RS, RSS feed. We're on Google, though, and our Instagram's fixed. True. And, you know, we're, we're here on Anchor, and Anchor's been, uh, been, been good. Cool. Well, arrivederci. Do you remember when you guys told me to text you ciao or say ciao on the phone to you if I'm ever, like, about to be abducted? Yeah, because you would never say that otherwise. But here you are saying arrivederci. But Same I'm not, language. I'm clearly not being abducted. Same language. Anyway. How do I know you're not in danger? Anyway, thanks, guys. Good night. Bye.